Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hello and welcome to episode 908 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Friday. And boy, we got a lot to catch up on. Got a lot to talk about. Uh, I'll just address the elephant in the room. Uh, I am struggling right now because I finally got it. It took four years. I did my best to avoid it, but I got COVID. I got the vid. It's been a really rough week here. Uh, I'll give you the breakdown. I, I do still want to get back to, you know, sports betting, which is our wheelhouse here. Um, and actually, uh, sports betting is actually helping me to kind of ignore uh, my current health situation and maybe take my mind off of it. Uh, but anyway, um, we do have some uh, games here to get to. I have a two-pack tonight for you, uh, two college football games. Really excited to, to break these ones down with you. Uh, also have a college football game for tomorrow, one of my favorite uh, betting systems overall. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. doesn't come around too often, but we got one tomorrow. And then NFL card. I have six bets overall I'm excited to share with you. We got four sides and two totals. So we're going to hit on that all uh, today on episode 908 of the Visa Market Insights pod. But yes, buried the lead. I got COVID. The vid got me, boys. The vid got me. Uh, again, did my best to avoid it. Uh, vax boosted, uh, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I'm thinking I may have, might've gotten it from that softball league that I played in. Uh, I was, uh, very excited to play, you know, holding the same bat, high-fiving people. I don't know. I can't really imagine it anywhere else that I got it. Who knows? That's not really the point. Uh, but maybe some of you have gotten it before. Uh, if you haven't gotten it, I pray that you don't because it really is the worst kind of flu I've ever had. And, uh, it was kind of funny in a way because, my, my uh, days off are Tuesday, Wednesday. So Tuesday, I'm feeling a little weird, a little, little different. Something's off. Uh, my, my wife now, I can't say fiance, I'll get in trouble, but my, uh, my wife, she wasn't feeling very good. So she's coughing. Uh, she's actually had COVID before. So I'm like, Hey, I don't know if she can get it again. Uh, I don't know how, what the scientists say about that, but, uh, she also was at a CrossFit competition 
in New Hampshire. It was kind of a rainy day. I just and uh, she was coughing after. I just figured, hey, maybe it's just you know the weather's getting colder. New England, it's almost fall, almost uh, Halloween time here. Uh, so I was like, okay, maybe it's just like a bug going around or something. Uh, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday happens. I don't feel great. Wednesday I wake up and I felt the worst I've ever felt my headache. I don't know if anyone's had COVID before, but like my headache was the worst headache I've ever had. I don't, I don't really know if I've ever had a migraine before. I don't think I have, but this was like the most pounding headache. Like someone was taking a sledgehammer and just repeatedly banging me. Uh, over the top of the head, and I was taking Tylenol, uh, ibuprofen, I did some, you know, Sudafed, all the -the over-the-counter stuff, nothing helped, Um, to make matters worse, you know, I was pretty much in bed all day, and it would go from, like, like, freezing cold, like, I needed, like, 10 blankets, to absolutely burning up, and, like, sweating through all my sheets, and having to take, like, a cold shower, so I had this ridiculous headache, back and forth, you know, sweat, and then freezing, sweat, and then freezing. And then like kind of like my my I don't know my joints ached, my back hurt. I had no appetite. The ironic thing is I could still smell and taste. And I know that's something that you know over time people have said you know when you get COVID, you can't smell, you can't taste anymore. That didn't really happen. I can still do that, um, but just felt terrible, terrible in a way that I've never really felt before. The meds didn't do anything, and I gotta say thank you to my parents because. Uh, me and my wife are kind of similar. We try not to overreact. We try to say, hey, you know, we'll sleep it off, take some Tylenol, feel better tomorrow. But I was talking to my mom and dad, and they're like, go to urgent care immediately. So this was this was Wednesday night. Um, so my wife drives me to urgent care, um, just feeling terrible. Get in there. Uh, the first thing they do is take a COVID test for me. Uh, it took 10 minutes. Guy comes back in. He says, he smiles, and he says, you have COVID. So I'm like, okay, that's great. So anyway, um, the annoying thing too, was that was like late at night, the pharmacies were closed. I had to wait until Thursday to go to my local CVS to get, um, to get some medication, but, um, these meds, they're helping. Um, I'm now on the the medication regimen. I'm taking three different things. And the funny thing is like, thank God the headache is gone and the chills are gone, but it's transitioned now to like, I've totally lost my voice. You can hear it from me right now. I apologize. It probably sounds terrible. Um, but also like my nose, I'm not going to get into graphic detail, but like sneezing, coughing, your throat hurts, all those like strep throat, uh, kind of system, kind of, um, symptoms there. So I would obviously take this over the headache and the chills and the fever. Like that was brutal. Um, so I, I hope I'm getting better. You know, again, I think, um, when I went to the doctor, uh, or urgent care, they're like, you know, you can't, uh, do anything until Monday. You're gonna have to test negative Monday. So, kind of annoying. I, I won't be able to, uh, fully do DraftKings the sweat this weekend, but I will be, uh, zooming in or Skyping in for a couple segments. Um, cause I still want to contribute and I don't want to leave my boys hanging there cause it's a two hour show. Uh, and usually it's the three of us. So, um, either way guys, that's the update on me. I got a lot of, uh, it's always funny, like tweets from you guys, uh, yesterday when I didn't put out a morning bets pod <laughs> and, um, over under coughs is like four and a half through this pod, just so you know. Uh, But I didn't put out morning bets, didn't have my sharp report. A bunch of you guys reached out, said, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Um, I just went blackout on Twitter, didn't check social media. Um, I actually, you know what got me through? I was feeling so terrible. Um, Uber Eats. So we ordered some Uber Eats and got some food. And then I binged Encounters. 
Uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I'm a closet like UFO guy. So yeah, you're like, roll your eyes. Like what? A, you're an idiot, Josh. You're crazy. But anyway, on Netflix, you can decide for yourself, but there's a new series called encounters, uh, all based on UFOs. And I found it very interesting. And here I am like my sweats, you know, fever. I'm almost hallucinating on COVID watching all these encounters, um, between people who, uh, claim to have seen UFOs. So that kind of got me through. Um, but anyway, guys, it is what it is. Um, I just want to say to all of you out there, hope it doesn't happen to you. Um, I'm lucky that I'm, you know, a relatively healthy, uh, you know, young guy, I guess, 36 years old. So, um, I know, uh, other people have had, uh, worse it bouts with COVID. Some people have got it and been asymptomatic and it really hasn't hurt them at all. Uh, but you know, it, it's been a rough few days for me. So, um, I wouldn't wish it upon any of you. If you've already had it, you know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't had it, I hope you never get it because it's like the worst flu you've ever had times a hundred. And the headache to me is the worst part. So anyway, elephant in the room, your boy got COVID sadly. Uh, so COVID one, Josh zero, but anyway, we're going to keep grinding here. This is my Michael Jordan flu pod. Uh, as I would like to say, my Michael Jordan COVID pod. Uh, but anyway, uh, I want to get back to uh, what we do best and what we uh, pride ourselves on and enjoy doing the most, which is breaking down sharp data-driven contrarian bets. So uh, two bets tonight, college football games. I got a couple sides I'm excited to share with you. We'll have a uh, system match here in college football for tomorrow. And then NFL, uh, a six-pack. We have four sides and two totals. Now, real quick housekeeping, if you haven't done it yet, go sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit. Very simple, but I would highly recommend it. Once you sign up, that means you'll be on our listserv, which means every morning moving forward, you're going to get the VEASAN market, um, I was going to say market insights, uh, the VEASAN daily newsletter is what I meant to say. Uh, and that's going to give you basically setting the table. Uh, what are the big games on tap today? Uh, what are the angles the team at VEASAN is focusing on? Uh, as well as promos for legal sports books, links to all of our podcasts, uh, everything you need to help you get excited each day in the arena will help you set the table. So sign up for free, vison.com slash newsletter. And then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, you want to get more info, more insights, you enjoy VEASAN and our approach to betting, well, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You can go to vison.com slash subscribe. You can save money by getting an annual membership one year. Uh, cost $240. It's a lot of money, I know. But it covers you the full year. It comes out to 20 bucks a month. It's a great value play. And um, you will get uh, best bet picks. Uh, best bet sent to your inbox multiple times throughout the day from all the guests and hosts at VSIN, a live stream of all the VSIN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, as well as the great DraftKings percentages, uh, bets and dollars, all that kind of stuff, and our betting guides. Um, I know there's a big trade in the NBA, obviously, with uh, Lillard and, um, and Giannis teaming up. I'm hoping my Celtics get. Drew Holiday, but I know our NBA betting guide's coming out soon, college basketball, uh, NHL as well. I'm excited to hopefully get some point totals. We did pretty good last year with our point totals, so a lot going on. Good time to sign up, beeson.com slash subscribe. And lastly, get on Twitter. Uh, Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where uh, we get insights, little tidbits, nuggets, injuries, breaking news, things that could affect our bet. We want to know first. We'll get it at Twitter first. Make sure you follow at Beeson Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. <coughs> excuse me with that being said let's dive right into our sweats here guys i got two bets for you tonight it's a big night for college football and there are two games that caught my eye so let's talk the first one here it's the most heavily bet game of the night nine o'clock utah at oregon state uh, i'm going with the beavers baby love the beavers in this spot this is one of my favorite system matches 
uh, which would be a um, uh, a fishy uh, fishy unranked home fave versus ranked opponent. Uh, actually, no, sorry, Oregon State is ranked, but a fishy uh, kind of contrarian uh, reverse line move on a worse ranked team, I should say. So a little bit, little bit wonky there. Uh, but I like Oregon State in this spot. Uh, Utah comes in four and zero. They're ranked tenth in the country. They beat UCLA fourteen to seven last week. Covered as a three and a half point home favorite. You know, Oregon State three and one. They're ranked nineteenth, uh, but they just fell to Washington State, which is good for us because uh, many of you like me might have been on Washington State there. Uh, they um, lost thirty eight thirty five as a three point road favorite. So this is where it gets fishy. This is why I like Oregon State. Uh, Oregon State opened tonight's game as a two-point home favorite. Now, right off the bat, this line, to me, speaks volumes before we even get to percentages of line movement. Uh, it speaks volumes because isn't this one of those games on Twitter where uh, you hear people say the wrong team is favored? It is. Uh, but no, the right team is always favored. It's just your public bias that makes you think otherwise. But Oregon State has the worst ranking, 19th versus 10th. They're coming off a loss. They didn't cover. Utah's undefeated. So why is Oregon State favored? Yeah, they're at home. You're going to get some points for home field here, but uh, shouldn't it be the other way? Shouldn't it be Utah, maybe minus two? Um, public is running to the window to back Utah. Again, higher ranked team, off a win, off a cover. Uh, Oregon State's off a loss, worse ranking. All those factors are at play here. Um, but despite 71% of bets taking Utah, what's the market doing, guys? The market's going to Oregon State. Oregon State open minus two. They're up to minus four. Some shops have even touched four and a half. So this is very clear here that uh, even though Utah's the public play, the popular bet, line's going to the Beavers. So this is a fade the trendy dog situation. You guys know me by now. Uh, I'm a big proponent of gross, nasty, disgusting dogs that look like they got no shot. Those are the dogs you want to buy low on that have the most value. Dogs that are popular become trendy. Therefore, I want to bet against them. They're overvalued. So Oregon State, they're only getting 29% of bets but 50% of the money. So that's a pretty good low bets, higher dollars bet discrepancy, also contrarian and a heavily bet primetime game. I think this one is on, is it Fox Sports 1? Um, or is it, yeah, FS1. So nationally televised game. This will be a game on at every bar here tonight. Um, also system match here when two ranked teams take uh, face off against each other, take the favorite. Very simple. Five and three ATS this year, 62%. It's 176 and 142 ATS since 2016, 55%. And also, Oregon State, they have a big edge on offense. Uh, they're averaging 460 yards per game, only 323 for Utah. I was reading about how a lot of the you know fans and coaches and media, they're um, kind of getting on Utah for having no offense last game. Again, they won 14-7. Uh, Oregon State, meanwhile, big advantage on the ground in particular. They're averaging 225 yards on the ground versus 166 for Utah. So this is right up my alley. Everyone's on Utah. Lions going to Oregon State. It's a fade the trendy dog. Uh, but here's the thing. I'm not laying a four. Uh, I'm going money line here. Give me Oregon State on the money line. I don't want to have Oregon State win by one, two, or three and lose or four and push. How about we just win the damn game? I'm on Oregon State money line at minus 175. Keep on cruising. Next bet here, guys. Going with the Cincinnati Bearcats. Bearcats on the road at BYU. Uh, another sharp move here that I want to get behind. Cincinnati, by the way, 10-15 game tonight, ESPN, I believe. Uh, so it's going to be another heavily bet primetime spot. But Cincinnati's 2-2, two and two, uh, but kind of tale, to have, tale to, of, of four games here, tale of two games, tale of two cities. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, they started 2-0. Oh. Things look good. Then they lost two straight, the Bearcats. 
Uh, they fell to Oklahoma 20-6 to last week. Didn't cover as a 13.5-point road dog. Uh, meanwhile, BYU, they're 3-1. and They won their first three games. They lost last week to Kansas 38-27. to Did not cover as a 9-point road dog. So it's notable to me the biggest reason why I like uh, Cincinnati is they're a sharp dog to fave line move. This game actually opened BYU, a 2.5-point home favorite. Public's all over BYU. They're getting 69% of bets. Yet, we've seen this line flip all the way to Cincy minus 1. So if the popular play here is BYU, <coughs> and they're getting 69% of bets, and they open as a short favorite, why are they now getting a point? Again, makes no sense. If it looks fishy, doesn't make any sense. There's usually, usually a reason behind it. Also, if BYU is at home, better record, popular, and the line is moving against, then why is the line moving against them? That's what I mean to say. Uh, tells me smart money here is on the Bearcats, dog to fave. Since he's only getting 31% of bets, but 49% of the money. Good low bets, higher dollar bet discrepancy, so they're now a contrarian favorite and a fave the trendy dog spot. Uh, similar to the offensive advantage for Oregon State, same thing tonight uh, for Cincinnati. Better offense, they're averaging 488 yards per game versus 325 for BYU. Big advantage on the ground, 215 rushing yards a game versus just 61 for BYU. They really don't run the ball at all. Uh, Bearcats also, time of possession, uh, best in the Big 12. They're averaging 33 minutes and 48 seconds time of possession. So uh, that means you're typically controlling the game. The other team's uh, defense is out there quite a bit. Uh, did see some money hit this under as well. It opened 50 and a half. It's down to 49 and a half. Uh, but if you're giving me a primetime game, everyone's on BYU. Line's going to Cincy in a very contrarian spot. I got to go dog to fave Bearcats here, guys. So shop around. I got Cincinnati on the money line at minus 115. So I'm going Oregon State on the money line, minus 175. Cincinnati on the money line, minus 115. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna just going to hit you with my uh, one bet for tomorrow in college football. Then we'll take a break, finish up with the NFL. Uh, so I know there's a big slate tomorrow. I'll be fully honest with you guys. I've been hurting, so I haven't like looked at every single game and dissected it the way I usually do. Um, so I don't want to, you know, overextend myself, having not been, you know, finger on the pulse of these games all week. So I'm just playing one game, uh, and I would recommend, you know, to, you can tune into the sweat tomorrow morning. I am going to do two segments uh, from from Zoom or Skype, um, so I will have some breakdowns here, some late movement as well. But there's one that caught my eye. That's just an auto bet for me. Um, it is my favorite system. It's great in college basketball. It's great in college football. It's got a great theory behind it. It's an unranked, say it with me. You guys know what it is. I think it's our first one of the year. Unranked home favorite versus a ranked opponent. Uh, I'm talking Florida and Kentucky. Now what's notable here is, uh, if you look at this matchup, Florida is undefeated. Uh, or sorry, Florida is 3-1, and one, but they are ranked 22nd in the country. Kentucky is 4-0, but they're unranked. So this is not a perfect play because the line did fall a little bit away from Kentucky, but I'm going to stay true to my system match, and it is kind of a buy-low spot. Still contrarian at this point. Uh, Kentucky actually opened uh, as high as a three-point home favorite. Now the line's down to minus one and a half or minus one. So line is going to Florida. Florida is the you know popular play, not a huge popular play, but um, they're getting around 55% of bets. Uh, again, public says, hey, give me the ranked team, getting points all day, no questions asked. And again, the line did move to Florida. So if you got Florida plus two, two and a half, three, I mean, you beat the closing line. You, you know, you, you like the way it's trending here. At this point, you know, you're getting the worst of it if you're betting Florida. And you're also kind of falling into that trap of, 
hey, to always take the ranked team, that little you know one or two digit number in front of a team name, it has a huge influence on how the public views these games. So if Florida's ranked 22nd and Kentucky's unranked, then again, wrong team is favored. Florida's the better team, right? Take Florida. Uh, but I'm staying true to Kentucky here, guys. That system that I mentioned, unranked home fave versus ranked opponent, it's 39 and 31 ATS, 56% since 2017. Uh, I was also kind of digging into this matchup a little bit um, about the Kentucky front seven. They've been known to have a really good defense here, uh, getting after Florida and their offensive linemen. Um, also, uh, I think Florida, I want to say they won like 30 in a row of these matchups, but now Kentucky's won the last three. I mean, those are supplementary things. They're not really huge here. Um, but to me, the value play is to is to take Kentucky. They're still favored. They're becoming even more and more contrarian uh, in the publics on Florida because they're higher ranking, yet Kentucky's unranked and they're still laying a minus number uh, in front of their name. So I'm going with the unranked home favors ranked opponent. Let's go Kentucky on the money line. Again, I'm not going to lay a one or one and a half, win by one, lose. You know, you know, I'm, this is a play for me just to pay a little more uh, of a price when it comes to the money line. Give me Kentucky. Let's go Wildcats. Unranked home favors ranked opponent. Uh, I am on Kentucky here, guys. Uh, I got Kentucky at minus 115 on the money line. Uh, so there you have it. Three breakdowns here in college. Two games here for tonight, one for tomorrow. We got a little more to get to. We're going to take a short break. When we get back, I'm going to give you my NFL card. Guys, I haven't hung out with you in a while, so I don't, I don't even think we've discussed any of these games yet. So I'm going to give you six bets that I'll be sweating this weekend when we return on episode 908. The uh, Josh Applebaum, uh, Michael Scott, uh, Michael Jordan, flu game, flu game slash COVID game, COVID pod. Uh, when we return here, episode 908, with your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, your buddy Josh Applebaum. Be right back, guys. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally. But Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Real quick before we break down our NFL games, I have a question for you. Are you switching over to YouTube TV this fall to get NFL Sunday Ticket? Well, you're a little bit late. It's still available to you, though. Uh, if you are, that means you can also now watch VEASAN. VEASAN has a 24-7 channel on YouTube TV as part of the sports package. So if you're switching over to YouTube TV this fall, make sure you also check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, everyone, now we are back at it, as I got to make sure I, uh, I get that promo in there. Again, it's a great offer. You got to know you can hang out and watch VEASAN if you have Sunday ticket. But anyway, uh, it's great to be back, guys. Your boy is struggling. Your boy got the vid. I avoided it for four years. It finally got me. So what are you going to do? Uh, it's been a rough week. Uh, again, you can, I'm not going to rehash everything, but I will just say if you've gotten it before, you know what it's like. Uh, if you've never gotten it, I hope you never get it because it is brutal. It's just tough. Uh, but luckily, the, uh, the 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 wonders of modern medicine. Uh, I am all doped doped up on various different drugs, uh, a different a uh, a cocktail, uh, as they sometimes say, of different pills, and it is helping a little bit. So uh, hopefully, each day I'll get better, and then it'll be over with. I can't wait for that. Uh, but anyway, guys, great to be back with you. I uh, hope everyone's had a good week here. Uh, mentioned to start Oregon State money line, Cincy money line tonight. That's what I'm on in college. And then I got that unranked home fave versus ranked opponent system match on Kentucky tomorrow at minus 115. Uh, now over to the NFL. So I got a six pack of sweats for you uh, for this weekend. First one on the board for me, I'm going to go Miami plus three. Miami's on the road at Buffalo. Uh, now I don't love the fact that Miami is a bit of a public play. Um, if you look at um, the updated splits here, the Dolphins are getting right now 65% of bets. So they're a little bit public here. I, I, again, don't love that. But there's shown some liability across the market toward Miami, and I have a lot of system matches on Miami. Uh, there's an injury here uh, that's uh, on Buffalo that I think is benefit to Miami. And also a really good betting system match. So anyway, Buffalo opened minus three. Uh, this line has either stayed three or dipped down to two and a half. So it's pretty much never gone to three and a half. And it's shown liability on the side of Miami. So it tells me this is a bit of a pro and Joe bet split here. <coughs> where public probably just says, hey, Miami just hung 70. Uh, now they're getting points. Take them all day. Whereas maybe wise guys who don't really care about that, they're going to stay true to their numbers. Um, they're maybe saying, hey, we have this as a two-point game. So there's value on Miami plus three. Anyway, the three is crucial. It is wi- it is pretty much widely available, but there are some games at, uh, or some shops at two and a half. So you guys know the drill. You can either pay up, uh, wait, or, of course, my favorite, shop around. Um, but Miami plus three, that's the play for me. Again, never went to three and a half. It's been juiced up or fallen three down to two and a half. And here's where the system matches come into play. 
divisional dogs this year, 10 and 5 ATS, 67%. They're 57% ATS since 2020. Uh, short road dogs getting three or less. They're 7 and 1 ATS this year, 88%, 57% since 2019. Road dogs, just been a classic way to go contrarian. They're 59% ATS this year, 56% ATS since 2018. And then here's the big system match, Tua as a dog. Tua as a dog, 11 and 5 against the spread, 69%. So that's a pretty good angle there uh, to back Miami. Uh, also, I want to say, I don't know, it was Micah Hyde or Jordan Poyer? Maybe it was Jordan Poyer. Uh, but one of those good safeties was just ruled out uh, for Buffalo. So obviously if you're going up against that um, offense of Miami, that's not a good thing if you're Buffalo. Uh, also on Miami as a dog, I want dogs that can score, that can keep pace, that can backdoor cover. Obviously you have that with the offense of Miami. <coughs> Another small angle here is Adrian Hill. Adrian Hill is the lead ref. Uh, and he's historically been a big road ref. He is 57% against the spread to road teams. So it's not perfect. Again, I, don't, I wish 65% of bets were on Buffalo, not Miami. But we have liability Miami, never gotten a three and a half, stayed or fallen toward Miami. A lot of system matches, divisional dog, two as a dog, road ref, injuries. I'm going Miami plus three, guys. Let's go Finns. Keep on cruising. I'm going to take Houston plus three. Houston's at home against Pittsburgh. Like this play to the Texans. Um, CJ Stroud, look at his numbers. He maybe should have been the number one pick. Um, obviously a better situation than down in uh, Carolina uh, for Bryce Young. But a lot of liability, sharp line uh, movement here or sharp line freeze and line movement on the Houston Texans. They're at home against Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh actually opened this game. The look ahead, I want to say was Pittsburgh as high as minus four and a half. It's kind of a big number. Uh, quickly got, got down to three. And now these threes are falling towards two and a half. So that's notable to me because um, the public play here, is taking Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh is currently getting 71% of bets, uh, yet this line is falling toward Houston. So obviously it's around two and a half, three, shop around, buy it, wait, uh, get that three, but Houston plus three is my play here. Uh, if you look at conference dogs getting six or less, they're 58% against the spread since 2019. Uh, it's also a low total game. Total this game is 42 uh, low total is good for a dog. Fewer amount of expected runs scored or fewer amount of expected points scored. We're likely to um, basically uh, make it harder for the favorite to cover the number. And then also little angle here with Mike Tomlin. <coughs> Mike Tomlin is fantastic as a dog. Not very good as a favorite. He's like 40% ATS as a favorite. So uh, Houston, I think they're being undervalued. Uh, they might be a decent team. I'm going Houston plus three. Shop around, get that key number plus three. Uh, next bet here, this team has covered for me a couple times. They failed to cover last week, but now they're a pretty good system match. Give me the Tennessee Titans, guys. I got Titans plus three. Uh, again, most of these books are two and a half, but they're juiced up. Cincinnati minus two and a half, minus 115. So again, uh, you can uh, wait, you can shop around, you can buy it up. Uh, but I got Tennessee at plus three, minus 120. Um, Tennessee in this spot, number one, we have a line freeze or some reverse line movement. This game opened. Pretty much Cincinnati, two and a half for three. The threes have fallen to two and a half. The two and a halfs have stayed where they're at. Um, the look at on this line, though, uh, I think was only minus one and a half Cincinnati. So it's kind of been all over the place. Um, the more I look at it, I saw some openers of one and a half. I saw some openers, look aheads of four. Either way, uh, it looks to me like despite the public all over um, Cincinnati, 
they really are showing liability toward Tennessee and they're reluctant to give out the um, just the without having to buy it or shop around the three. Uh, so key numbers obviously are, are really, really crucial here. Um, but this is the most lopsided game of the week, guys. 17% of bets are on since are on uh, Tennessee. So Cincinnati is getting 83% of bets. Um, I understand it. Burrow uh, got a win there in prime time. Uh, Tennessee hasn't looked very good thus far. But here's where I'm going Tennessee. Uh, number one, Vrabel as a dog. 2-1 ATS this year, 61% ATS in his career. Uh, you also have that conference dog six or less system, 58% ATS since 2019. But here's the big one. Dog off a blowout loss of 20 or more. Since 2018, that is 93 and 57 against the spread, 62%. So it's paid and done, been the smart bet to take a dog when they are com- coming off a blowout. It's just the ultimate buy low situation. Public wants nothing to do with you because either they bet you and they're mad at you and don't want to play you and want to bet against you out of spite, or they bet against you and made money, and they're saying, I'm going to do it again uh, this week. Now, the other angle here is obviously Joe Burrow, the calf injury. Didn't look very good against the Rams, something that might linger. Uh, and that Tennessee front uh, is pretty good. Vrabel, again, has uh, been a great coach as a dog. So I'm going Tennessee, guys. Shop around. You can buy it up. I'm on Titans plus three. Uh, one game that I'm very excited to watch, and not because I'm a homa, but because it's a system match for me, New England Patriots. Give me the Patriots plus six and a half, baby. Uh, like the Pats in this spot quite a bit at Dallas. Patriots are a contrarian play. 58% of bets are on Dallas. But Dallas actually opened as high as, I saw minus eight, seven and a half, seven. Now it's down to six and a half. So why is this line going to the Patriots? Some shops are even touching six. Why is the line going to the Patriots if the public's on Dallas? Again, tells me smart money here is going New England. Uh, Road Dogs. Uh, since 2018, 59% ATS. Uh, also, I think just from a like a handicapping situation, Dallas has a lot of issues on the offensive line. I think they had three or four of their offensive linemen that were all um, um, they're all limited or didn't practice. And the Patriots do have a pretty good defense. Um, also, you look at um, you know Dak Prescott uh, against this Pats defense. Uh, I think that might be uh, an advantage here with Belichick. Uh, making Prescott make a mistake. He's known to throw a pick or two. Jonathan Jones, who's a really good cornerback uh, for the Pats, he might play in this game. He missed the last one or the last two. Also, the lead ref, Scott Novak, he's been a really good road ref, 61% against the spread. But to me, it all comes down to Publix on Dallas, yet this line's falling to Patriots. So I'm going to take the points here with New England. Uh, Would have loved to have gotten a seven, uh, but I think that was uh, I missed that as I was Sweating through my fever dreams, my COVID dreams, watching encounters on Netflix. Uh, so missed the seven, but I'm going to go six and a half here uh, with New England. Let's go Pats. Uh, next one here, a couple totals for you. I'm going to take the under in the Eagles game. Uh, Eagles and um, Washington Commanders, one o'clock game Sunday. Um, just kind of a classic underplay for me. There's just a lot of uh, lights getting checked off here. Alarm bells for this under. Uh, number one, sharp line movement to the under. The total open at 44. Now it's down to 43 and a half. Some books even down to 43. So my play is shop around, get that hook on that 43 and a half. The total's fallen. Now that's notable because um, 62% of bets are on the over. <coughs> so if public's over, why are the odds makers dropping this line to give out a lower number to take the over for the public? Um, also, really good bet split to the under. 38% bets, but 72% money. There's a little bit of weather here in Philly. 
Um, in terms of wind, you could see winds about 10 miles per hour. Um, historically, when we see wind uh, 10 miles per hour um, or more, the unders are around 55%. Now, um, if you look at outdoor divisional unders, it's been a go-to system for us quite a while, 8-4. and four. This year, 67%. It's 61% since, let me see, since when? I want to say since 2020. Uh, since 2021, so last three years. Outdoor divisional under, 61%. And then, this is something that I've uncovered in the NFL because there are games where, like, I lean under, but I don't play it, and I see a total fall from, like, 45 to 44, and it cashes. And I'm like, okay, what is the record of totals, uh, what's the record of unders when they fall at least a half point? Well, keep this between us guys. When the total falls at least a half point, just some indication of smart money on the under, the under is 21 and 13 this year, 62%. It's 57% since 2021. So that would also match with this Philly game. Uh, so we have a ton of systems, divisional unders, built-in familiarity benefits the defense, really good bet split, 10 mile per hour wins, I'm going Washington Philly under 43 and a half. And then last bet for you, the Taylor Swift ball. Uh, who's getting annoyed by all this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey stuff. Sometimes I'm like, it's interesting. And then other times I'm like, okay, I've had enough here, but anyway, uh, I'm going under Kansas city jets. Now we're not getting the best of the number anymore, but this thing keeps plummeting. And kind of the more you map out this game, you know, obviously it's a big spread for Kansas city. They're favored by nine at this point. But is this a like 27 to 7 game? You know, something like that. Um, Kansas City and the Jets, the total open as high as 45. Now it's down to 41 and a half. I don't love that. We're really not getting the best of the number anymore. But it looks super sharp. 36% bets, but 63% money. Um, primetime unders are 7 and 2 so far this year. Uh, they're 61% since 2019. Don't think there's going to be a ton in terms of weather. Um, looks like it's going to be pretty clear sky is going to be okay. Uh, by the way, did you guys see all the flooding in New York city? My sister actually used to live in Brooklyn and her old, uh, her old neighborhood in Williamsburg, totally flooded. All of New York is flooded. So I hope everyone's okay there. That, that's just brutal. Um, but the other angle here is can Zach Wilson put up any points against this Kansas city defense? Um, and then the jets defense is pretty good too. So do they hold down Kansas city a little bit? And then does Kansas City get up big and just, you know, run the ball and chew the clock? So that's kind of my angle here. Again, don't love that we're getting the worst of it, uh, but maybe this thing falls even further by the time we get to Sunday night. So I'm going Jets and uh, and the Taylor Swifties under 41 and a half. That about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 908. Thank you for bearing with me as I am literally struggling quite a bit here. Uh, the vid got me. Uh, but anyway, guys, um, of course, always mention this. If you enjoy the Market Insights pod, the Morning Bets pod, the Sharp Reports, the Breakdowns, do we win every bet we, we make? Of course not. Uh, but there is a model, a blueprint, and a lot of things we talk about, to me, I think are essential uh, if you are going to be a data-driven better. So if any of the insights that I provide have helped you along in your sports betting journey, uh, you want to make me feel better as I got COVID, you want to make me happy, do me a solid, do me a favor, go buy my book. Uh, go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Buy a copy for you or for a friend. Um, it's got everything I've learned in the industry. It's the Sharp Contrarian Bible, how to read line movement, how to go contrarian, how to place a bet in person, how to shop for the best line, tips, systems, strategies for all the major sports, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So grab a copy. It would mean a lot to me if you already have. Seriously, I really appreciate it. 
Uh, with that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, uh, in my neck of the woods at the Encore in Boston, Plain Ridge Park Casino, MGM Springfield, out in New York, breaking Halo records every month in the Empire State, out in the desert where the True Grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where the lowest juice is uh, possible is found at the South Point, or Stadium Swim, Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, uh, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, the main LA Bay of the Superbook. Um, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. And usually I, I mention some winners that we've had. Uh, you know what you're going to show me? You're going to show me a ticket that says COVID negative. Show me a ticket that says COVID negative. And guess what? Uh, they'll let me back in the book. I can take off my mask. We can sweat games together. Uh, that's what I'm most looking forward to, guys. Uh, but anyway, parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Well, smart money win every time? Of course not. But we're playing a long game here, guys. Trying to stay true to the model, to the blueprint, against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet. Avoid parlays. Get some CLV. That is what we do. Uh, so enjoy the sweats, everyone. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Uh, thank you for bearing with me as I've lost my voice and I'm uh, very, very much struggling, although the drugs are helping. Thank God the drugs are kicking in. But seriously, everyone who reached out, it really means a lot to me. I appreciate it. And uh, just a uh, just a just a reminder, a PSA: be careful, be smart, avoid it if you can. If you happen to get it, um, I hope it isn't too bad for you. But uh, it's no joke, so just be careful out there. Uh, but good luck, everyone. Have a great weekend. Again, I will be doing sharp reports and morning bets the next two days, um, and I will be on the sweat. Stream live DraftKings.com. Unfortunately, not in studio, but I will be Skyping in. Hopefully, my voice is a little better, so don't sound terrible tomorrow. But uh, either way, guys, uh, I'm gonna get back to uh, back to the drugs and the emergency, and uh, hope can't wait to uh, get back to normal here. So thank you all for your well wishes. Uh, good luck and have a great weekend. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.